Welcome to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. I'm your host, Tim Reed. And once again, I'm so excited to be here today. Welcome to the Firetime Podcast. Well, hey, if you're listening to this in real time, you know that we are in the middle of our summer series where we have rapid reactions to Firetime Magazine audio articles. And we do this while we prepare for the upcoming season, which is going to start the Tuesday after Labor Day. And I've been really excited about these articles so far, and today's is no different. Now, just to back up really quickly, if you are not familiar with the Firetime Magazine and audio articles from that, this podcast, as it's been going for a few years, has has really kind of stirred something in us where we feel like it's it started to bring together parts of the industry in a in a way that we hadn't seen before. And in order to continue to foster that community, we wanted to put together a regular publication where all kinds of voices from across our industry could produce content through articles. And that's what the Firetime magazine is. So, if you haven't subscribed yet, every single month the Firetime magazine comes out with a new digital issue. It's 100% free. And these articles are unbelievable. They're, they're written by people all over North America, men and women, people that work for manufacturers and some for distributors, others for retailers, others are installers. And I found personally that this has just given me a pulse on the industry in a way that not much else has because the diversity and the community of voices. So that comes out every single month. And in addition to this being a digital magazine, We also have a sister podcast where the majority of these articles are turned into audio articles. And so just a quick plug for this. If you have not subscribed yet, you need to. So you can either download the Firetime Magazine app for your iPhone or Android phone, or you can go to itsfiretime.com slash subscribe. And if you enter your email address, we'll email you every single month when a new issue comes out. If you want to skip the written content and just digest the audio articles, you can search for the Firetime Magazine podcast either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or really anywhere podcasts are distributed. So if you haven't been paying attention to it, that's what the Firetime Magazine is. Now, today's article that we're going to listen to together comes from Clay Dennis, and Clay has been a guest on this show before. He is absolutely incredible. He's actually going to probably be a guest sometime in the, in the near future as well. But Clay wrote an article that came out in our June issue that's called Improve Employee Performance with Better Job Descriptions. And this article is short and sweet, but I remember at the time it was absolutely phenomenal and I'm excited to listen to it again. So I'm going to step out of the way. We will listen to this article together and then I will hit record and give you my rapid reaction to it. Improve Employee Performance with Better Job Descriptions by Clay Dennis. If you're struggling to get your employees to do things when and how you want them done, consider listing those tasks in that position's job description. If you don't have a job description for each position, it's no wonder your employees aren't always on the same page as you regarding expectations. A traditional job description usually spells out the purpose of the position, the expectations of the work required, and the qualifications necessary to obtain that position. 
The problem is that most employees only see the job description when they're first hired, and it may be a few years before they see it again. With all of that in mind, here are three great tips to help employees better understand your expectations of them. 1. List regularly occurring tasks in job descriptions. This creates a written and signed reference source that both you and your employee can refer to if confusion arises. You don't have to list every task, but you should certainly list those that seem to be regularly overlooked or hastily done. 2. List attributes needed for positions and job descriptions. Take the time to list the attributes candidates should possess to succeed in particular positions. This will remind you to ask questions about things like math competencies, leadership abilities, and even long-term professional goals during the hiring process. It's better to take some time and ask questions before hiring than to blame people who are failing at their jobs after they've been hired. If they aren't a good fit for the job, don't be mad at them. Remember, you're the one who hired them. 3. Create performance reviews that include the tasks assigned on job descriptions. Let everyone know that performance reviews will be in two weeks. Tell them to review their job descriptions for questions about what the reviews will cover. This will bring the importance of the tasks you're unhappy about to a much brighter light. Use the review to correct any misalignment and complete the review again in 30 to 90 days. If you found these tips useful and would like more information about using job descriptions for better results, visit parttimebusinesspartners.com for more information. Man, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that audio article. It was awesome to listen to. And again, it, it's a short piece, but the wisdom in it is so true. So I'll give you guys a little bit of a backstory in this. So for me, probably five to six years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Anyway, I was managing retail stores here in the Pacific Northwest, and I was dealing with frustration of my expectations not being met. And I had a conversation with Grant Falco, and I was frustrated with my expectations not being met. And one of the things that I realized is that in some ways, I had not been clear with what the basic expectations of professionalism on the job were. Now, I felt like I was pretty clear with expectations when it came to sales. We had sales goals. We had regular sales meetings. But there were some other things I was running into that were kind of causing some personnel issues, and it really rolled back to not people of ill will, but people without an expectation of what needed to be done in their job. And I think that I had listened to something that Jerry Eisenhower had put out. I know he's really, really big on this, but I started creating job descriptions and, and literally everything changed. So to give you an example, what I would do is for my sales team and for people who are being hired into new sales positions, whether it's inside sales, outside sales, or someone on the showroom floor, I created a job profile form that had a few different categories to it. The first category was called basic professionalism. And under basic professionalism, I had some really simple bullet points of basic expectations within our company. And so as an example, on this job profile, it would have things like come into work on time on the days that you are scheduled. Be ready to work 35 to 50 hours a week, Monday through Saturday, depending on the monthly schedule. Come to work looking professional and clean cut every day. And, and 
these were guidelines of what I expected from basic professionalism. Now, we had other sections, too, that had to do with manager expectations. What were some of the expectations that I had of my team? And these would be things like utilize our company's sales process, steps one through seven, when working with retail customers. Utilize our builder selection form when working with builder clients. And the reason is that builder clients are totally different than retail, and we had a different process that we used for those customers. Another example of a bullet point in this part of the expectations would be always be in touch with your monthly sales goal and your progress towards it. So what this would do is this would start to set a basic expectation of what I was looking for and what this team member could do in order to succeed. Now, there were other parts of this. Like I said, there was about four different categories, and one of them had to do with our expectations of how they interacted with other team members. Now, you know, a company should have core values, and core values will ultimately be the overarching guide to this. But I think that for each position within a company... Having an individual job profile that explains how should you behave with other people in the company. And you could talk about, if you're a salesperson, what are the expectations that you have of them turning their paperwork into the schedulers? What are the expectations that you have of them when they're on vacation and other people have to deal with their work? You know, now... What I did with this is I made it only a page long. And so if you think that there's roughly four categories, you know, again, like basic professionalism, schedule expectations, manager expectations, and working with others expectations, each one might have a few bullet points. But what I would do is I would go over it on day one with people who are hired, and then every quarter we would give a performance review to it. So every quarter, we would print this out and we could go through it together. And what I found is that this really, really gave guidance to how you could win at your job. And I would just tell people, you know, if you can do the things on this list, you're going to win. If the things on this list aren't getting done, there's going to be problems. And as I think about it now, you know, we had things like, Basic expectations for the showroom as well, you know, dusting stoves off, making sure brochures are stocked, things like that. But but it gave me a guide. And by having the job profile, all of a sudden team members knew exactly what they needed to do in order to succeed. So, you know, as Clay talked about this, again, I, I used this specifically in a sales context, but I think for any position in the company, this is an absolute must. Even though it takes time and effort, if you can think about this and get your expectations on paper and then just start reviewing it every quarter with your team, you're going to find that there's a lot of clarity and that they're no longer wondering, what do I need to do to succeed at my job? So, man, I thought that was a really, really good article. And, you know, Clay is a very, a very wise man. So hope you guys got a lot of value out of that. Well, hey, if this podcast has been a blessing for you and you want to support it financially, you can do that by going to the website patreon.com slash it's fire time. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash it's fire time. And we are so thankful, seriously, to the people that are contributing to keep this thing going. It, it means the world and we don't take it lightly at all. And and maybe you're not in a position where you can actually financially support it. That's totally fine, you know? Just by you listening and, and sharing the content, subscribing to the Firetime magazine, all of that helps us continue to produce this content to help you move the needle in your business. So, 
this week, if you're listening to this in real time, it's the dog days of summer. And my guess is that you have a little bit of time on your hands. I want you to sit down. I want you to carve out an hour and I want you to write one job description because that's where it starts. You know, you'll find as you do one, man, the next one gets easier. The next one gets easier. The next one gets easier. And all of a sudden you set expectations and your team knows how to follow them. So with that said, I'm going to step out until next week. Hope you guys have an amazing week. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you for listening to the fire time podcast. To learn more, visit the website, itsfiretime.com. Music from this episode was written and recorded by In Bloom out of Portland, Oregon. We thank you for listening to the Fire Time Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. We'll see you next time. All in to burn.